Racism is defined as prejudice or discrimination against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. Hi there, it's Azu and welcome back to Lux Pod. And to discuss this topic today, I have my dear friends with me. So like I had said in my previous episode, this episode has been split up into two parts and this is part two. And in today's episode, to continue the discussion on racism, I have my friends with me who are of the ethnic majority. Just a disclaimer, all the opinions and views that have been shared in this episode are not meant to hurt or offend anyone's feelings. So, let's begin. So everyone, would you all like to introduce yourselves, please? Hi, I'm Lois, I'm 18, and I identify as white British. Hi, I'm Sophie, I'm 17, and I am also white British. Hello, I'm Aaron, Uh, I'm 18 and white British. Okay, so my first question to all of you is, what's the first thing that comes into your mind when I say the word racism? Um, I don't really have a particular definition in my head as such, but I just think about like the experiences my friends have had and, you know, examples of racism more so than a definition. I feel that there's no fixed definition but it's sort of a history of treating certain races inferior and believing that everyone follows a set characteristic and stereotype and because of that we can sort of rank and treat people as inferior typically white people sort of ethnic minorities and that it's just sort of a harmful stereotype that is like perpetuated through the media and sort of in power plays to like that and like areas of like control and things i don't Nothing really springs to mind when you say it, which is in some ways bad because yeah. uh, that that almost shows that it's so common in our in our culture that yeah it, it's almost become something mundane. Okay, that's fine. Now, because we are on the topic of racism, right? We know that there are certain words used against certain races. Now, you tell me, in your opinion, why do you think certain races can say certain words and other races can't? Um, I kind of see it as more of why would you want to say those words? Um, as a white person, I think, you know, if people educated themselves about these words and where they came yeah. from and their origins, they wouldn't necessarily want to say those words anyway because, you know, they are, they're really derogatory and, you know, they can make people really feel bad about themselves. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, from what my friends have told me, you know, of ethnic minority, I think it, I think using ethnic minorities, using those words, it's taking back ownership for what, you know, was once used as something so horrible to be like, no, actually, this is, this is ours now. So I think... I think that's why, basically. Yep. Sophie, what do you think? I think I definitely agree with the whole, if you knew the meaning of it in the history, like, why would you want to use that word? I think because it's been used throughout history to put down cultures and to put down races. And, like, now there's a massive movement to reclaim the word because these people want to take back something with such horrible connotation. If we suddenly started to use that word again, it would remove that whole movement and sort of, back and normalize that ideology and like believe that it's okay to put down other people so i think it isn't okay for certain races who haven't been victim of that language it's not okay for them to use it i agree with pretty much everything that's said um i think it's all about redefining the word and it since it's happened so so soon like within the last hundred years it's been been going on and it still is now um it's almost 
takes it back to those times when when people used it uh, for 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 insults against I don't know um, yeah. s- slaves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you will tell me, right? Because we hear a lot of rappers saying these words. Do you think it's okay for racist slurs to be in songs? Um, don't, I don't think I think it, I don't think it's okay for people who aren't that ethnic minority to say those words i think if if you were having a conversation with someone you know music is so natural for some people to listen to you know i listen to music every day i have a conversation every day you know i'm not going to be saying those racist slurs or anything like that in my conversations so why should it be different in music i think in terms of rap people using those words i think if they're of that ethnic minority and that's what they feel like they want to do and that's their creative, like they're taking a creative perspective on things, I think that they they can do whatever they want. It's their music at the end of the day. But I do think that, you know, people that use those words in their music should be reaching out to fans and saying, listen, you know, I use this because for whatever reason, but if you're not of this ethnic minority, you shouldn't be saying these words because of. So I think, yeah, it's okay for them to use those words if they want to, because that's not my place to be saying who should be using what. But I think they need to be educating people on those words and yeah. you know, getting more awareness about what those words are. Definitely. Um, I think there's definitely two sides to look at it. I mean, obviously, I don't have control. I'm not the gatekeeper who can use that word, but you have got the fact that these words come from a history of oppression and being treated as inferior. So do you want to normalise and sort of have it playing in songs that like young kids can listen to and people that are seen as role models using that word? But also, it's reclaiming that word and sort of normalising it. There's very too much way of looking at it. Like, it is reclaiming an ownership of that word and it's sort of saying, look, this is a word that has been used throughout history. It's got horrible connotations yeah. and stuff. We're not going to treat it like that anymore. We're going to change. Mm-hmm. We're going to acknowledge the fact that society's changing. We should change. So I think it's very much down to personal opinion. Like obviously, my opinion doesn't carry yeah. a lot of weight in because I can't really go like this word. We shouldn't use it because, like, what would I know about that? I've never had to be victim to it. So I think it's very mm-hmm. much personal. Yeah, that's you. fine. The essence of of a song is to spread a message or or say a story. So. Um, if, if you wouldn't use it in either of those scenarios, then why would you use it to, in a song? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And that's a really nice way of explaining it as well. Um, okay, now I think you guys are the best people to ask this next question too. Um, do you think you can be racist to white people? Because I feel like there's a lot of debate when it comes time to this particular question. I think, yeah. Um, but I'm going to explain. Um, because I think racism can come in many forms but I think the two main forms it can come in is prejudice and discrimination so prejudice is you know prejudging someone based on what they look like and making assumptions on them and whereas discrimination is acting out on those prejudices so um I think that white people and I can only talk for the culture I've been raised and I've been raised in a western culture so you know I think to be living in the UK as a white person experiencing racism is next to nothing personally for me and I think the only time that I have experienced racism is when people 
have made a pre-assumption of me and I think white people because that's the only race I can speak for in you know my culture I and you know the USA in America and you know all those places where it is predominantly white I think that the only not the only but the most common form of racism to them is probably prejudice yeah like I say in other cultures it might be different yeah I mean I was originally going to say no but then I did realize I was coming from a place where I live in um, a western predominantly white you know country where I've never had to experience worrying about the color of my skin and I've never been treated as lesser or had assumptions made before I've even opened my mouth based on what I look like and I was going to say that because it's built on like that inferiority of certain races and like in Britain obviously there's some representation but whites predominantly hold the power you know you look at like decision making representation in the media and stuff we're not really treated harmfully but you go into other places that predominantly don't have that white um, dominance and I think you can be treated differently if you are the minority I think it's built on the minority if you go to an area where you are not in the majority you will be treated differently but maybe historically you'd argue that no we've never been victims of racism so it's like depending on where you live really personally uh I, I think we do experience it, not as severe yeah. or okay. as common in our Western culture, mm-hmm. but probably because we're the most populated uh, race. Um, but we it's almost as if we become the enemy as a yeah. straight white male. We're, we're, we're most commonly found to, to be at the forefront of the racism and subjecting it to others. Mm-hmm. And the... the the racism towards us comes from us being the enemy um, and not necessarily in other cultures around the world but uh, in, in the one I was raised in, yes. Yeah, okay. Now, um, this is also a question that I think a lot of ethnic minorities have. Um, do you think people who aren't of an ethnic minority feel nervous to talk about racism? Um, I'd say, yeah, I think as a you know as a whole I think especially white people are very nervous to talk about race um personally me I have no problem talking with it because you know I I think that well I like to educate myself on a lot of things anything I'm unsure of I want to make sure that I am sure of what I'm talking about um yeah I'm you know and I'm not saying I've researched everything I'm still looking up things I'm still learning about different cultures you know I don't think anybody can be fully educated on a certain race there's always so much Mm -hmm. to learn but I think people are nervous because they are may not be as educated they may be unsure but I think they're most unsure about saying something wrong and getting yeah stigma attached to them but I think I think people need to stop being scared of that and you know if you say something wrong I'm sure somebody will happily correct you and I think you'd rather be corrected and be like oh okay well I'm so sorry for saying that I now know better than just live your whole life thinking that what you think's right and it's just totally wrong so I I think people are but they shouldn't be. I mean I personally will be happy to talk about it because I want to be educated much like Lois said I'd like you to learn what you know what I should think and what you know the topic of race and I think it's important to learn about it but I think the majority like to keep quiet because it's the fear of accusation and backlash and I think 
people think if I just keep quiet and I don't talk about it, I can't be seen as offensive, so I won't speak up. Because it's not something we face, you know, I don't have to think about the topic of race really until the topic comes up. So I think yeah. because we believe we aren't that informed, our opinions don't carry that much weight. And like, if I was to do a presentation on racism, I think it wouldn't be as informed and it wouldn't be as important as, say, if you did one, because I think we need to hear yeah. your story more than like me. So I think we want to be sympathetic because we can't be empathetic, but we don't want to be mm-hmm. patronised go like, I know what you're on about, I know exactly what you've been through, because we don't. And we don't want to seem delusional and sort of ignore the topic. So it's like that horrible tightrope of acknowledging the topic and wanting to talk about it, but not knowing how to. And being in fear of being seen as closed-minded. I think um, as well, just adding on to Sophie's point, I think um, people are scared that if they say something wrong, you know, others are going to go, oh, you're da-da-da-da, you're this, you're that, you're, you know, uh." When I think, like, the majority of the ethnic minority would happily sit down and go, listen, you know, yeah. this is this. Is, and I think I think they're just scared that they're going to get shouted at or whatever. And yeah. that, that's really not the case. And I think people... I mean, it's like... ...be open about it. Yeah, it's like when people come and ask me questions, I don't really get annoyed by it. it it's not the subject that makes us nervous. It's the whiplash that we might receive after expressing our opinion coming yeah. from the oppressors yeah fair enough and um how do you think we can educate people on racism like in my opinion right personally against my opinion um i think that the education system can do so much more to educate pupils on racism do you think that and if so like i said how do you think they can help educate more people on racism uh, i agree with like, your idea that, the, you know, the school system is just absolutely atrocious when it comes to educating students about racism because I think, you know, the government is predominantly white and so they, as a government, have never experienced racism, so why should they put it in their curriculum? Um, but I think that's totally wrong and I think it needs to be brought up in conversation a lot more. Um and, you know, we were talking before about how, it, you know, it should be introduced to children at a younger age so they have time to, you know, have new opinions. Because when as you get older and, you know, you become more, your personality becomes more yourself, you know, you're not going to think about any other opinions. You know, you're going to be less open to change your own, whereas as you can influence children a lot more um, if you start at a younger age. Um, I think educating children on the origins of racism and the origins of you know people don't understand why they can't say these words in songs or why they can't say these words in general so I think you know starting at the origins of these words and how they came to exist and why they shouldn't use those words is really important and I think you know like I said if you start at the beginning if you start at the origins everything else becomes a lot clearer and everything in society becomes a lot clearer and I think also what's important is how to act if you see Mm -hmm. racism because I think some people just freeze and they don't know what to do like I remember when you did that powerpoint Mm -hmm. the example of you know um Kylie said some horrible things about you and Selena and you ran out the class and the teacher was still in the classroom and Kylie was having a go at us all saying no don't you agree and the whole class was silent like, I'm not even joking nobody <laughs> said anything but me and that's not me yeah. making myself up 
you know, Kylie can preach that for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a very confident person, but from the perspective of everyone else, I can see they're in shock. So I think yeah. it's more so as well teaching people how to deal with what happens mm-hmm. if you see something. And I think using, you know, people like the Anne Frank Trust, UNICEF, that have already got loads of resources, especially Anne Frank Trust, because they do a lot on prejudice and discrimination, not just for the Holocaust and Jews, but for, you know, everything. And I think getting interactive, interactive conversations helps kids remember more. And Mm -hmm. I think, like we were saying before as well, you know, getting people who've experienced racism in because if you get a teacher to do it they're just gonna they're conditioned to just think it's just a regular lesson that's it oh boring whatever move on to the next lesson whereas if you get someone new in and switch it up and you know get those experiences then they're gonna actually it's gonna actually sink in their head they're gonna remember somebody new came in and told us about racism so that's my opinion anyway yeah um just to add about the powerpoint thing before anybody thinks anything it was a little act that me kylie and selena had put on and it was after the manchester attacks and basically um me kylie selena had decided that because me and selena are muslim kylie says some racist terms to us and we go out crying to see the class's reaction and like lois said me and selena were outside and what we heard afterwards of the teacher was that nobody stuck up apart from lois so and of course, Kylie did not mean anything that she had said. Um, yeah, thank you, Lois, for that. I think I agree. I think the problem comes from education, especially like young children, like, you know, reception age and stuff. It's like they're too young to comprehend the topic, but like, it's very easy for an ethnic minority child who is sort of four or five years old to experience that. So, why is it that we can't teach it, but we can just let people experience that topic? So, I think obviously it's been a while since I've been in like young education, but topics are very ethnocentric and they sit around European culture and language and history and stuff and I think we think that if we just avoid teaching the topic we can sort of just avoid the whole thing and I think we need to when children are young age teach them the origins like Lois said of racism and stuff so that it yeah. makes it growing up because I think we need to while children are still quite open to learning a lot of new things and quite open to having liberal open mind view we need to teach them but this is a very big topic in society that isn't going away unless we yeah. make a change about it. And I think we just need yeah. to acknowledge that we can comprehend the topic, we can understand it, so why don't we teach it to them? Aaron, do you agree or disagree with what they're saying? Uh, I agree that we should do it at a young age, yeah. um, but not necessarily that we should teach it more, because okay. at a young uh, like in college, uh, you can find that it, although it's not as common as it used to be, mm-hmm. still different races tend to to hang around with the same race. Yeah, and I think that's because uh, if it gets taught like later on, it yep. almost highlights the differences and sort of cements barriers between the 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 class almost. Um, okay. So if it's younger, it can break that down yeah. sooner. Yeah. Um, and maybe do in instead of droning on about it, do yeah. like uh, trust exercises or some some activities that can make the kids uh, realize each that other, yeah. realize that they're not different really. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, um, have you guys 
experienced any racist um, comments or have you been through any racist experiences yourself or have you seen other people who are close to you um, go through it? And if so, like, what was your reaction on that? What actually happened? I have, I've had a prejudice assumption made on me uh, yep. about because I'm white. Mm-hmm. I'm racist because all white people are racist and you know I I was my reaction to it was quite shocked because I was like oh okay but then I kind of expected it as well so you know I just explained you know don't make assumptions just based on what seems like the norm because it's not true and but I think I've seen a lot on the media especially social media um, I think people are more likely to be openly racist on there and, you know, say, you know, type racist slurs because, you know, there's a lack of physical consequence. Yeah, they're but, hiding behind you know, a screen. What can you do? Report them. Oh, wow, that's going to make such a difference. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Block yeah. Them. Okay, like, there needs to be proper things put in place. But I think, mm-hmm. I think also with my friends because I do have a lot of friends from different cultures and, you know, different ethnic backgrounds, I am quite used to seeing racism go on. So I now know what to do, you know? And I think teaching, when I was an Anne Frank ambassador, teaching people about discrimination, racism, teaching kids about their human and child rights... I had a lot of people think that it was funny because I did that. Oh, why are you talking about this? Why are you doing this? You know, what, you know, laughing at immigrants and all this. So I I learned very quickly at the age from 11 to 16 on how to quickly deal with it and to calmly deal with it. And so I, 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 I think it happens on an everyday basis, but I think it's more likely to happen explicitly online like it's more likely to happen implicitly in real life yeah I definitely agree with Lois when you remove physical consequence and you remove people having to face consequences for what they say people will be more openly offensive to people because they think that you know what are you going to do like Lois said you're going to report what difference does that make I'll make another account I'll keep saying it and I mean I have never obviously experienced anything racist towards me I've certainly been witness nothing there's like quite a few sort of minor events where people say harmful stereotypes and things. And I think because not a lot is taken towards it, they understand that if they say something, people will be awkward and people will keep quiet and move on. But there has been very, you know, circumstances where people will say a harmful stereotype to someone. And I think in the rise of the far right, you know, like the rise of Trump and stuff, I think people yeah. are like, well, if he can say it and he's still president, and I can say a little comic because what's going to happen to me. So I think there's definitely the rise of people being more free and easy with their opinions because they won't receive backlash. Yeah, I completely so, agree with that. Yeah, I definitely have been witness, but I've never been victim. Yeah. I personally haven't uh, had it happen to me or witnessed yeah. it in person. Okay. But yeah. um, my Thai family member um, mm-hmm. was insulted for for her eye shape and um being of of the country pakistan mm-hmm. which i think highlights the problem in the whole thing in the fact that um 
they couldn't tell the difference between the two races. Yeah. Um, so I think people say these things without realizing what they actually mean. Mm -hmm. Showing that it's like almost ingrained in our culture. Yeah. Um, and people don't understand, as as we've said before, the history of it all. Completely agreed. Okay, so that's the end of all of my questions. Does anybody else have anything else to add on about racism, or do they want to say anything? I just say, you know, obviously these are just our opinions. These are just what we think as three people from it. You know, from England. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But I think anybody who is scared to talk about racism, please don't be, because people would rather you say these things and it be cut short and be like, no, this is actually what's happening, than for you to live all your life secretly making assumptions that aren't true. And I think people just, you know, we need to make this more of a casual, not a casual conversation, but a conversation that, Everybody's an open conversation yeah. yeah an open conversation and I think it's really important for people to educate themselves and I think that that's the message I want you to <laughs> take from this <laughs> Sophie Aaron anything thanks else thanks for having can... us on Zoom. Oh, that's all I want to say oh, <laughs> thank you so much for doing my podcast today thank you Lois thank you Sophie and thank you Aaron it thank honestly means so 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 much to me and I hope you didn't get bored or anything of it um, thank you so much for sharing your opinions and views and experiences um, and I hope that this video will help a lot of people out there as well who are going to listen into it because I think people obviously need perspective of white people as well right on racism um, which is why I wanted to do this and um, inshallah we will be able to do another podcast together soon which we definitely probably will and I can't wait to see you all um, in a new episode with a brand new topic thank you please don't forget to follow me on my instagram looks underscore pod take care everyone and i'll see you in my next episode bye guys